0: That's why my advice is to start today. Don't overthink it. Don't feel like you need to have the music or you need to like be funny on camera. It's not about that. It can be as simple as taking one of your Instagram captions. Let's say you wrote a caption six months ago that gave three tips. Read those captions or read those tips out loud on camera in the form of a reel and post that. And I bet you're gonna see way more engagement from that video.
1: Welcome to Social Post, a podcast brought to you by Meet Edgar. Each week, we bring you a guest to inspire your creativity, breathe new life into your marketing strategy, and get you motivated to take action in your business. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll walk away feeling like you took your social media marketing multivitamin. Enjoy the interview and remember, what's possible for them is possible for you. And we can't wait to see your success. This episode of Social Post is brought to you by me, Edgar. That's right, we're sponsoring our own podcast. We are the social media automation tool that saves you eight hours a week on your marketing strategy and gets you off the content creation treadmill. If your social media could use a makeover, come try our category-based evergreen schedule today. We're offering a free month to Social Post listeners when you use the code SOCIALPOST upon checkout. Now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Social Posts, a podcast brought to you by the social media automation tool, Meet Edgar. Today, we're really excited to be joined by Elise Dharma, who owns her own business and really helps entrepreneurs create Instagram posts that sell. Now, at the end of the day, we all know we need an Instagram strategy, but so often we're not sure how to link that strategy to what matters in our business, which is revenue and sales. So to start off today, I'm going to have Elise introduce herself a little bit at first and dive into what tips you have for creating Instagram posts that are actually going to convert our followers into sales. So Elise, go right ahead.
0: Awesome. Thanks Megan for having me. Um, I love the intro. You covered it quite well. I have been running my own business since 2013, full-time since 2014. I started as a freelancer and then I developed an agency that was really specializing in e-commerce brands and helping them grow on Instagram. I kind of fell into it because my first client was a clothing brand and they had 10,000 followers on Instagram. And they said, Hey, can you help us grow this? And I figured I could figure it out. You know, I didn't really know, but this was 20, 20- what was it, 2013. So it was kind of like the wild, wild west of Instagram marketing. It was just teens on Instagram. And so within six months, we hit 100,000 followers. A lot of that was influencer marketing that we focused on. And of course, it's a different landscape today. Um, With growing on Instagram, it takes a bit more time. There's way more features going on. And so that's what I focus on is helping business owners. Whether they're, you know, coaches, service providers, um, product creators, I help them use Instagram to drive more sales to their business.
1: That's really awesome. I love this attitude you had of just figuring it out because I feel so often that is what social media does for people. If you just dive in, experiment with it, that's when you're going to see the success. So with your clients that you work with, if people are just kind of throwing spaghetti against the wall, not knowing where to start with a strategy, what are some of the first tips you would give people to sit down so that you can have the strategy that leads to those sales?
0: Yeah. The first thing I ask my students and clients to do is to do a profile makeover Um, because a lot of times when people create Instagram accounts, they're not optimized or set up right away for business growth. So a lot of the fields in an Instagram profile, you tend to put personal information or it's just not really speaking to your target customer. So the profile makeover means looking at your username. Is it your brand name or as close to it as, as you can possibly find? Then your name field, a lot of people default to putting their personal name there because that's what seems logical. However, the name field on Instagram is searchable. So This is a great place to put keywords that your target follower might be looking for. So oftentimes that's your industry or your niche, you know, marketing tips or um, dentists in Rochester, something like that. So you wanna get specific to keywords in your name field then your bio is really the first impression because your content you're producing it all the time, right? Your content is designed to reach new people. And then when they're intrigued and they land on your profile, your bio is the first impression. So for my business owners, I recommend that the first line of the bio really says who you help and how. So it's really not about you. It's about them because you really want to speak to your target person in that first impression. So literally call them out. Like I help um, nutritionists grow their business through YouTube, right? Who you help and how is what you want to say in that first line. The second line of your bio is why you, what makes you unique? special, different, again, you're literally telling your follower, Hey, this is why you should listen to me or follow me or hire me over any other competitor in my industry. So it could be based off of your years of experience, the number of customers you've had, anything tangible, maybe you've helped your clients achieve like X dollars in revenue. Maybe you have received an award or you have a certain educational background, whatever your target customer cares about the most as to why they'll pick you over other people. That's what you want to put in your second line. If you feel like you're new and you don't have those kind of things, you can also go off of personality quirks or, you know, a hobby or an interest that you really specialize in or are really into and people begin to know you for it. Um, For example, Pat Flynn is known for being um, a really big fan of back to the future, I believe. And so that's something that's kind of incorporated in his in his marketing and messaging. And then the third line of your bio is a call to action as to what's in it for them to click the link below the bio. So oftentimes people will just leave their website and expect people to go there, but you need to give people an incentive as to why they're going to leave the Instagram app and go to the website. So is it 10% off? their first visit? Is it like a free opt-in, a lead magnet? What is it? So you want to make that really clear. That's the general gist of a profile makeover. And that's the very first step that all my clients and students start with.
1: Oh my gosh, I love how actionable all these steps are. This is perfect. I feel like anyone can go in and do this within a half hour and you already have such a good start of being able to be found so much easier. So when people are finding you and they go to your bio and they read and understand that you are the person they wanna learn from or purchase from, oftentimes your posts then need to sell them something, right? and when you are focusing on selling on Instagram, do you have any tips for people who might be nervous about actually putting a call to action on how to sell something when they're not sure how to drive traffic from Instagram, or they're just unsure how to word something where they comfortably feel like they can sell through a post.
0: Yeah. Selling does give people a bad impression for the most part, but when you're a business owner, sales are the lifeblood of your business. S- selling has to be incorporated into your marketing otherwise you're just creating a part-time job for yourself of creating content and not seeing results from it so i'm a big fan of the 80 20 rule when it comes to the content you're putting out there so that means 80 percent of your posts on instagram are free value and the way i define value is either it could just be straight up information it could be entertainment or it could be inspiration Right. So you can give your people any of these things through free value in your posts. The other 20%. So if you've posted five times, four of them are going to be free value. One of them will be more promotional, let's call it. So it doesn't have to be, you know, salesy per se, but this is the post to highlight you know, where do you want people to go? What do you want them to be knowing about your offer? Is it a free lead magnet or offer or uh, opt-in that you've just created and you're trying to drive people there? Is it a promotion of your services? Have you just launched a new service and you're trying to drive people there? Have you opened up your calendar and you're trying to get calls booked in, right? You need to remind people. And that's why I like to do it every fifth post, let's say. And that's when I'm not in launch mode. If I'm launching something, or if I'm running like a flash sale or something live, then you're going to hear about it a lot more because they say that people need to see something. I've heard anywhere between seven and 21 times before they make a decision to buy. So you need to remind people, but the thing is you're not telling them the exact same information over and over again. You're finding different angles of your message to share. So maybe one post is, Hey, here's what the offer is. And here's all the details of when you can grab it. Maybe the next post is what are some uh, benefits and results that your clients have seen from that offer? The next post could be a specific story from one of your clients or customers and what happened with them, right? So you're just finding different angles to talk about the offer in new ways. And that way you're helping someone really answer any objections they might have in their mind when they're looking at your offer. So Um, 80-20 rule in general, when it comes to free content versus promotional content. Otherwise, when I'm doing something live and launching, I'm talking about it a lot. So in my posts, in my stories, I'm going live, I'm creating a reel, which is a 15 to 30 second video that shares the salient points in a really quick snappy way. I'm doing all those things just to make sure my message is getting out there.
1: Ah, this is such gold. I love this information about repeating what you're selling, but doing it in different ways because you never know what's gonna resonate with people. Now you just ended that with something that I think I'd love to switch into now, which is video marketing. Whether you're doing it live on Instagram or Reels, or the newest platform we're all trying to figure out for business, TikTok. What advice do you have for people who don't have a lot of video skills, who are a little uncomfortable on camera? How often should we be on video and what tips are really working to sell with video these days on social media? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so TikTok has been around for a couple of years because it was formerly Musical.ly and teens were all over it. It was really like a lip syncing app. Uh, to, to, with songs. And then 2020 came around, quarantine became a thing. And then we just saw the usage of TikTok spike because people were looking for, let's call it mindless entertainment. And and the videos on TikTok are so short and like, so attention grabbing, right? It's almost like a commercial. Like I grew up in the 2000s where we didn't have the internet 24 seven. So we'd watch TV and commercial commercials are designed to grab your attention right away. I find that TikTok videos are the same same way and that's how you can capture someone's attention. That's how you get someone to watch when the algorithm sees that people are watching all the way through or sees them watching again and again. Guess what? It's going to show it to more people and that's how people were going so viral so quickly on TikTok. So of course it didn't take long for Instagram to create its own version. So Reels came out in August of 2020 and I would say that Reels is a more simplified version of the TikTok app so if you're a business owner and you've checked out the TikTok app and you're just like i don't know what's going on here that's how i felt for the first six months i felt like it was a foreign language just in how and how to use it kind of like snapchat but um instagram has de- developed a very simple simplified version um for their reels platform so if you're feeling overwhelmed try reels initially But if you want to go to, let's call it the OG video marketing platform, I would check out TikTok. Um, I do find that even though there's a lot more going on, it's somehow easier to create videos just because the features are more robust. It's less buggy (laughs) compared to Instagram at this time. Um, And the, the number one advice that I'd give for business owners who are listening to this right now is... To just start today and not overthink it um, because short form video marketing, whether it's TikTok or Reels, is really, really hot today. And the students of mine who have started on TikTok or Reels, just when I started creating YouTube videos about it or talking about it, they have blown past me in terms of their followers, in terms of their engagement. Like one student comes to mind, Shadé, who is a confidence coach. And so, she messaged me saying, "Hey, like I made a TikTok and I can't believe it has forty thousand views. Thank you so much." Okay, I just looked at her profile not too long ago. She now has six hundred thousand followers on TikTok, oh so she's got tons of videos that have gone viral. And last I saw her Instagram was like forty thousand followers. She's now almost at a hundred thousand followers because she's creating similar versions. She's either reposting TikToks onto Reels or she's creating a version for Reel. But the best part about all of this is she's not dancing. I don't even think she uses music in her videos. She is literally just giving talking head tips. That's what I call it. Because she's a confidence coach and she focuses on people and their career development, she'll just create a video that will say, hey, three tips for nailing your next interview tip number one. So she's just talking on camera and giving these tips um, in a very clear, actionable way. You could tell she's got a good light on her. So she's clear. She's in focus. She's very presentable. And I would say within the last, maybe not even six months, both of her platforms have just catapulted in growth. So that's why my advice is to start today. Don't overthink it. Don't feel like you need to have the music or you need to like be funny on camera. It's not about that. It can be as simple as taking one of your Instagram captions. Let's say you wrote a caption six months ago that gave three tips. Read those captions out or read those tips out loud on camera in the form of a reel and post that. And I bet you're gonna see way more engagement from that video.
1: Oh, I love this. This is such a good idea for repurposing content. And I'm glad to hear that the content you produce for TikTok can also be used on Reels. So doing two things, making sure you're automating that process and having it upcycled to both platforms just gives it that opportunity to get in front of more people. That's awesome advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually have a free masterclass all about Instagram strategies. And I was just wondering, how did you develop that class? And for people out there who who might be looking to get an online course as part of their business. Do you have any successes or failures that you would love to share with the community about how to structure making an online course and how that course can fit into your business?
0: Yeah, this is a huge topic actually, but this is the reason why my business grew from, I was a solopreneur for a couple of years running an agency and my, my income was basically the same. Like it had flatlined to about 75000 a year, which I was happy with because I wanted a lifestyle business. I just wanted to work from Bali, do my client work and sign off. Um, and that was my life up until 2016. In 2016, I decided I needed more clients. So I grew my personal account that this was the first time that I, I put myself out there. I had an agency brand. So I was kind of growing a business through the agency. But uh, in 2016, I thought, you know what? i I need a portfolio for my clients to see that I can grow Instagram accounts. So I took my travel images and photos and stories and I started sharing it. And then my personal account grew. As my personal account grew, I didn't know what to do with these followers because they didn't know, they didn't want my e-commerce agency services. They wanted to know how was I growing on Instagram and how was I traveling so much? And so that's when the light bulb went off and I thought, Oh, there's a, business here, a second business here. Um, and I, I want to, I want to get into the online course industry because I keep hearing about it. And it seems like a really great way to create passive income, quote, unquote, um, quote, unquote. And, uh, and so I hired a first, my first business coach and working with this coach is, is really what helped me develop a personal brand website, start showing up on webinars, learning what that process was like, and it wasn't until 2017 that I finally launched my very first course, which is called Insta Growth Boss. And the masterclass that you referenced is what leads you to the course. So that course is currently running on what's called an evergreen webinar funnel. So uh, you can watch the masterclass, which gives you a taste of me as a teacher. It gives you some insight into Instagram marketing for your business. It gives you a few actionable steps. It also gives you stories from my students who have killed it on Instagram, you know, and most of them have less than a thousand followers. That's the other thing. You don't need to be Insta-famous to be bringing five figures plus to your business. So you'll meet some of those students in my master class, and then you'll see the option to join the full Instagram marketing course for business, which is Insta-growth boss. Um, So that webinar funnel has been developed since I'd say 2017. It's been a work in progress to see what works with my audience. Um, There's, there's many ways to do webinars as I'm sure, I'm sure you've seen. Um, But what works for me is to not pretend like it's a live webinar, you know, not give people a set date and time. It's like, Hey, this is a training. You can watch it whenever you want. And there's an offer to join the course if you want that as well. So that style works for me and my personality just feels a little bit more authentic. And, um, you know, I want to give people a compelling reason to join the course after watching the webinar. But at the same time, I understand cash flow. I understand, you know, you need to have the time set aside to invest in a new course to do the work. So um, we're pretty flexible in, in, in allowing people to join the course. But um, yeah, I would say adding a course to my business is what allowed me to you know, stop being a solopreneur. It allowed me to stop offering services. It took my business to six figures for the first time. And now three, four years later, I am just all in on digital products. Like my whole business is now digital products.
1: Ah, thank you so much for sharing that flow with the free webinar and the masterclass and bringing people further along to actually purchase your paid class. When you say it like that, it makes it so simple and it makes so much sense. Um, So you have a lot going on between running all of your social accounts, having this course. You also have a blog. Do you have any productivity tips that you use when it comes to content creation to make sure that you're not being too scattered and you are really focused on the things that are going to drive the needle in your business?
0: Yeah, I do. Um, creating systems is key. And for so many years, I didn't even know what the term systems meant. You know, I would hear people talk about it and I would just, I wouldn't get it. And so uh, in, in terms of what worked for me, when I committed to the blog, that was our, our first initial platform where we agreed to create content on a consistent basis. I, I bought one of those huge calendars, those laminated calendars and stuck it up on my wall. And there is this saying from uh, Jerry Seinfeld, who used to write jokes every single day. He would say, don't break the chain. Because every day that he wrote a joke or practiced writing jokes, he would go to his calendar and put an X on the date. And so so all these X's started to stack up. And so that's the chain. Don't break the chain. Don't miss a day. And so I applied that same concept to the calendar on my wall. I decided that Tuesday's was going to be our blog publishing day. And so every time we published on a Tuesday, I would mark that day off with an X. And that's what kept me going. That's what kept my team going. Eventually, when I added more people and added writers to the team was, hey, we have this streak going, let's stick with it. Let's keep the chain going. And so when we launched our YouTube channel, which it's been about 18 months we applied the same concept was, hey, we want to commit to creating weekly video content. How are we going to stick to this? And so instead of using a physical calendar on the wall, what we did was create a project in Asana. Asana is our our project management software that we use. And I created a project and it has the columns. So kind of like Trello, if you've seen Trello, there's columns and you can take a card and move it to the next one. So I laid out the whole video process in this project, starting from ideas from the audience, ideas to research, scripts to write, scripts to review, um, to film, to edit, to review, to publish, to promote, like all these steps that it takes to 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 create a video and that's how we've stayed consistent for the last 18 months we haven't missed a publishing date because we have well a team of three people who help to create videos and we have this system that keeps us on track with assigned tasks and due dates so we always know at any given moment who owns what task at what stage of the project and that's how we stay on top of it so i highly recommend you know, these days in our our business, most of our projects are done in a tool like Asana. And that's been key for us.
1: Oh, I love that as a system to set up and so simple. So you were mentioning that your blog was actually your first platform of driving traffic and creating content. Did you actually study copywriting or how did you develop your voice and your copy? Because I know your blog is super conversational and very easy to read, which makes me want to come back and read it more. Um, So can you offer (laughs) any tips to people just starting out blogging on how to like get that copywriting tone of voice um, and nail it so that they can get repeat readers?
0: hmm. This is a great question. And actually, writing is my background. This is what I studied in university, I actually did a degree in radio and television arts. So I thought I was going to be a journalist. And I ended up really enjoying screenwriting in my program. And screenwriting is unlike academic writing, because you have to learn how to write how people talk and it's harder than it sounds so i would actually go to cafes and i would eavesdrop on people's conversations and i would actually write down what they were saying because my default way of writing was to be academic and it's very um, it's, it's very professional sounding but that's not how we talk and so i i started to develop that skill as a student and then as i became a social media marketer i realized that the more conversational i can make my posts the more they're going to get read because you know we all have short attention spans. No one wants to read something that looks like an essay. So let's use conversational ways of writing. Um, You know, I use commas, you know, basically my writing is not grammatically correct. And it's, it doesn't even use, it it wouldn't, it wouldn't be an, it wouldn't fly as an essay, right? Um, But I choose to write in the way that I speak and I choose to space things out just so it's very easy for people to skim and read and understand. So it's, Just been my style of writing that I've developed. I would say that studying screenwriting really helped. And I also took a year of improv classes. And I believe that that really helped too, because improv teaches you how to just react. Like you're not overthinking things, you're just acting in in one moment. And so that's been really helpful too. And then to be honest, when I first started my blog, I didn't know how to write good blog content. Like I was basically writing business diaries. And luckily my coach at the time was like, you need to stop writing this because they're not topics that people are searching for. You need to think about topics that people are entering into Google and write those topics. So Three, uh, you know, I was a travelpreneur at the time or a digital nomad. So I started writing topics on on those, um, or I started writing posts on those topics, and that's when it started to switch. Of like, oh, if I'm going to write a blog, it has to be helpful to the search engines, Google or Yahoo. So it's got to be topics that people are searching for that will bring them to my blog. But then my conversational style of writing will keep them on the blog, will keep them reading, and then of course over time we've added. GIFs and photos and just things to really make it interactive. And last thing I'll say about this is our blog system has evolved. If, If you're someone who's not a writer, maybe you're more of a talker, this could work for you. But now what we do is, because we have our YouTube channel, I will film our YouTube videos. And what we'll do with our YouTube videos is we'll take our transcript from our YouTube videos and we will edit the transcript to be optimized as a blog. So now we're not writing blogs from scratch. We're using the content I've already created for a video. We're taking the transcript from it and we're optimizing it for a blog. So we're adding headlines, subheadlining headlines, you know, we're formatting it as a blog. And that's how we're able to double down on our content efforts. So it's been a while since we have just written an original blog post. We are just currently using our video topics, adapting them for a blog and, you know, surprisingly, Google's still picking them up and driving a lot of traffic to them. So if you're a talker, that could be a way that you do it. First is talk out what you want to say, get it transcribed, and then get a writer to optimize that transcription as a blog post
1: another really great system that is amazing well as we wrap up here guys if you want to get in touch with elise elise where they can they find you online on instagram on your website go ahead and share with our community where they can get in touch with you and anything else that you think you'd like to share today that i did not ask now is your time
0: Awesome. Yeah, definitely find me on Instagram at Elise Dharma, D A R M A. Of course, you can go to my blog hub at elisedharma.com or my YouTube channel. Just search for me, Elise Dharma. And um, I would also say check out storyvault.co if you're interested in Instagram marketing for your business. I've basically brainstormed 800 story ideas for you as a business owner so that you can get started, get started with sharing stories, get sh- get started on video, and uh, hopefully that saves you a lot of time.
1: Oh, perfect. Guys, I will put those links in the show notes. Go ahead and subscribe for a new episode every Wednesday, and if you have any feedback at all, we are at MeetEdgar on the social media channels. Elise, thanks so much for your time and expertise today.
0: Thanks, Megan.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to keep the conversation going with us on social. We're at meet Edgar on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So let us know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. And don't forget to tag us. Visit www.meetedgar.com and start a free trial to uplevel your social media marketing strategy today. Happy posting.